Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. I didn't even see yeah, it. This, it looks like this, and it's just black. I have uh, the shirt on. Yeah. All right, we're live. Uh, welcome back to another Wisco Fanatics Friday night Packer episode. Welcome back, Bryant and Simon. How are you guys doing this week? What's up, dude? Nice Good. long Good. weekend for us, so. Hey, it felt really you, fucking long watching that game last night. Holy <laughs> Oh, you shit. don't have a four-day weekend this weekend? No, so? I had to work today. I had a long had a, week. A really long rude. week. Though, so. Sorry sorry to hear that, man. Did you guys watch that game last night? What do you think? Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> when, it went, <laughs> when it went to overtime, I looked yeah, at my, my wife. My favorite like, tweet to come out of that I'm gonna have is the one where it's like, at least next game. week's game can't be worse, and then next week's game is the Commanders <laughs> and Bears. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> But watch that one actually be exciting because both teams are bad when we expected both these teams to be. It'll good, be like that you know Seahawks Lions game that was 48 45. Yeah. yeah. At least that's exciting that. back and yeah. forth. But goodness. Dude, Russell Wilson I, just doesn't understand not to throw the ball. Like, in, at the in one like, yard line. Like, what are you doing? Why? Why is he throwing the ball there? Oh, you Did you see Richard Sherman go off about running the ball? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. so fucking funny, dude. Dude, he still has think... feelings about that, bro. Yeah, you don't think there's any resentment there? <laughs> no, no. Hey, that, that, was, yeah. that was not planned at all. Yeah, Wilson. <laughs> that was so funny, though. Wilson might be washed, man. And I was having a conversation with one of my buddies in the offseason. And he was like, oh, I hate Wilson. I think he's done. I think he's done. I was like, dude, you're crazy, man. He's going to Denver. And, like, I'll admit it, I fell for it. I thought Denver was going to go crazy this year. I thought they'd be like 12 and 5. I still thought they were going to finish seat. third in that division. Did you yeah. really? Who do you yes. think was going to be second? The Chargers? Chiefs. Oh, I, I I picked the Chiefs to win, so I'll hang my hat on that. I like I like liked what Chargers did in the offseason. I like yeah, the Chargers when they're healthy. Yeah. The, the yeah. Chargers are like the Lions, though, man. They can get all this talent, and then for some reason they just – We'll do Justin not, Herbert he's like not that. picking up that system is the problem. Like he's got to know KJ Hamler's going to be open. Like right there, he's just locked in on Sutton. Like, dude, Russell Wilson's like, contract is sick too. Yeah. Did you see the end of his contract? He's paid like fifty mil when he's like thirty-eight years old so, or something. I think 20, he'll be yeah. fine. I'm and, not giving up on him yet. But in 2026 is the first potential out. Yeah, because of the <laughs> and he has a thirty-one million dollar dead cap. Yeah. Oh, Dude. That's sick! Oh that's my a, god! If he, no, if he that should make Packers fans feel good about the Rodgers contract. Just let me say that <laughs> the Seahawks are the Seahawks fleeced him so hard. Holy hell! Yeah, they got. If all he doesn't pick up this offense, that's disgusting. Dude, wow. Geno Smith looks way better than. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Geno Smith got to face the Lions. I mean, hey, yeah. Well, he's looked good all year though. He, he I tried other and it was just a fill-in, and I'm like, I'm starting Jacoby Brissett this week. I'm like, man, I could use Gino right now. <laughs> fucking it, bro. <laughs> Gino's definitely a good stash in fantasy. I'll say that. Okay. Hey, all right, Tyler, what you got, man? How was your week, buddy? Yeah, Denver should get a refund. That's funny. 
Welcome back, Robert. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with our three stars of the game and our underrated performer. Uh, we're going to go to Jake for our – we did our, our three stars and our underrated performer. I should say just the three stars. The underrated performer, that one, whoever does the underrated performer every week is going to get to pick it, and the rest of us are going to have to see who they picked and, and go along with it. So um, Jake has the first star this week, so I will let Jake give us the first star that we agreed on. Well. Wow. This one was pretty much unanimous. We just threw his name out there in the chat, and it was like, yeah, I think he should be a star. Uh, I had Rashawn Gary, uh, seven total tackles, four solo, two sacks, one tackle for loss, and two quarterback hits. The man has absolutely arrived. Now, I'm sure everybody saw this stat, uh, or was it shared by uh, Packers Stats or whatever. Uh, there's a page I follow, and they, I found this on Rashawn Gary. In his last eight games played – he has 10 sacks, 16 quarterback hits, and 12 tackles for loss. That is yep, disgusting. We, we covered that in our preseason our preseason preview, and he's like, I he was coming along the last back half of last season, but man, he's just mm. started on a tear. And it's still like he's not getting the respect nation like through the whole league. I'm just like, okay, keep sleeping on him. <laughs> he's getting the respect in Vegas because he's up to second in odds for defensive player of the year behind only Michael oh, Parsons. No kidding. Really? Nice. Really? Wow. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, he's kind of getting the Kenny Clark treatment in my eyes too. Right? Yeah. Where Kenny Clark doesn't get as much love as he should, but that guy's an absolute bull, man. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. All right. Simon, you have uh, the second star, I believe. Uh, yeah. So um, I was looking for something. I can't remember. I was looking for something else on Rashawn Gary. I had it written down. I don't remember where it's at. Uh, anyways, uh, I had Aaron Jones as our second nice. star. Huh? Good times. What's that? You guys have seen that video. The so anyways. Oh uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> so I had Aaron Jones. Uh, obviously, just he just had a monstrous week. Sixteen carries, one hundred and ten yards. Get this 6.9 yards per carry. Yes, yeah, sir. Buddy. Yes, sir. I wrote it down in case you didn't hey, say it. Listen, oh, you knew listen, I was gonna say I'm it. not even gonna lie to you guys. I sought out and I found several 69 references, so there will be giggling abounding in this episode. Let's go. All right. Um 76 yards after contact. That's that's solid. That's a lot. Uh, seven of his 16 rushes went for first downs. So get this, in the league right now, he's 24th in total carries. He's ninth in yards after contact. He's second in the league um, in yards after contact per attempt with those over 40 carries. Like, he's I mean, just – Robert, he's only got those – crazy. He's having such the a good – um, Robert, I mean, he's got, what, eight total in his career if you include yeah. the playoffs. So, yeah, he's just a monster. It's so fun to watch him run. And I'm actually surprised he hasn't caught the ball more, but he's really producing a lot on the ground. I was just going to say that. I think – I don't want to say it's underwhelming, but I think I think we expected a lot more out of Aaron Jones in, in the passing game than what he's produced so far. Even this week, he only had three uh, catches for five yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a lot of work to do for uh... – for to no. get to my 80 reception prediction for my bowl <laughs> prediction. 
Um, I wouldn't trade Eric Stokes for Jalen Rieger and Irv Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want either of those. Ugh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's Jim, uh, he said Demers. or, but he said he meant both. I wouldn't trade him for both. No, not a chance. No. I wouldn't have traded for Rieger for a seventh-round pick, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> Packers <laughs> could take a flyer on a lineman, and it'll probably turn out okay. So yeah. I agree with Tyler on this. It's actually kind of crazy, like, Aaron Jones is on the same pace for catches as he was last year. <laughs> he said it was worth a try. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Tyler, you got the third star? Yep, I got Lazard. So, um, perfect way to transition this is that Lazard and Aaron Jones had 25 touches between the two of them and combined for 231 yards. That works. <laughs> Alan Lazard had six for 116. Um, he had three catches of 20 plus yards. What's up, Christopher? Christopher, there's my hype man in here watching. Yeah, he knows. He already knows. Here come the stats. Alan Lazard had three catches of 20 plus yards. He was three for three for 73 yards in the second half and overtime. And of his six receptions, five of them were for first downs. Dang. So Alan Lazard was big this week. Um, Simon, is it you that came in with the with the extra stat about Alan Lazard today in the in the? Uh, yeah, I was going to bring it up later, but I can just do it now. Uh, do uh, it now. So, we're giving him all the credit yeah, for being a star. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so Lazard, twelve catches on the year. Eleven of those have converted for first downs or touchdowns. That's kind of gross. That's, and I think right now. He's second in the NFL and DVOA for wide receivers, only behind yep. Mike Evans. Yep. Like, that's just crazy. And he's, he's on not pace. number two, though, right? Yeah. The other thing I didn't include in the, in the chat was he's on pace for 920 yards and 11 touchdowns and 64 Perfect. catches. Yeah. Perfect. That's I could year. see him. Honestly, I could see him hitting the over on all those. Yeah. So I mean, touchdowns made me a little eh, but. The other I mean, two, I can definitely games, see. He's got two. I mean, he's only played three of the three. games. Like he's only played three three games. Yeah, I don't know if he's getting ten touchdowns. John, hey, I, I can tell he's going to somebody. Sarcastic. Got... Yeah, I really hope you're being sarcastic, bro. <laughs> John said Packers need a better quarterback. Rogers getting old can't hit this hit the side of a barn. I will Bring say though, I, I'm not saying that that's true, but he he did miss some throws this week. It was all in the same sequence too. It was like yeah, three was. passes in a row. He like underthrew, overthrew, overthrew. But then he dropped that absolute dime to Dobbs yeah. in the end zone. The end <laughs> it's just like it's like he's started a little bit game slower this year, to be honest. Yeah. Right? Aside from the Tampa Bay one, but we'll I have some stuff for that. Oh yeah, we'll so get there. Talk about Sorry, that. That's the thing. So, so we have the Tampa Bay game, right? Where the Packers come out hot and then they stall in the second half. Then we get this first half where the Packers are down at halftime after the pick six have a great second half offensively and they're still complaining. Like, like they're still complaining about the adjustments. It's like, yeah, we've got a 27 points way like, more in the second half. Than they did in the first half. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure where the complaining is coming here. Yeah. Um, Robert, I mean, if I had to pick one good half, I'd rather play the second half well and win the game than to try to, you know, rest on your first half lead Mike McCarthy style. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Christopher's right. Rogers has such a high standard. Um. That people hold him to that, 
and anything less than the best that we've seen from Aaron Rodgers, people are going to start to think that he's on the decline, that he's getting old, that he's washed up. Um, yeah, and that's we're four four games in, Robert. So we're getting into you know twenty five percent of the season being over. Technically, not even because there's seventeen games this year. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. I'm, gonna, okay, I'm just going to put me, this comment on there because it's going to tie into one of the things that we shared on the show the other day or on the page the other day, I should say. Um, if you need it, there is a Rashawn Gary apology form available on the Wisco Fanatics page. I love Jimenez's <laughs> profile picture right now. <laughs> so I want to I want to go back to the, the Rogers discussion real quick. And I want to go back to Chris's comments about Evan, Evan no. uh, in a sec, in a sec here. Um, <laughs> talk about his uh his standards and i was uh in a debate before with a lions fan talking about lamar because another lions fan made a list and said lamar is the best quarterback in the league right now i'm like he's not the best quarterback in the league and he blew two 10 point leads at home imagine if aaron Rodgers blew two 10 point leads at home what would packers fans be doing they absolutely losing their fucking minds I mean, we're well, winning games their... right now, and they're still yeah. losing their minds. Yeah, we're winning, and they're losing their minds. So. This is an MVP, too. Lamar Jackson won an MVP, and he's blowing leads at home, and people are still making excuses for him. It just, I just don't understand why. I just I just want to understand people. <laughs> it just makes no sense to me. All right, so Bryant is doing the underrated performer this week, so I will let Bryant give us the underrated performer. Okay, so I think this one guys will surprise you a little bit, but I'll explain why. I pick him in a second, but I will say that it's not Reed and it's not Ford. And I think the reason I didn't pick them is both of them were getting a lot of love all week. Um, Reed did play a really strong game and Ford came in and stepped in and played well. Um, but there's someone I seen that people were like, Oh, I expect more of them. They're not playing all that well. And that player is AJ Dillon. And I want to get, I want to give you the reason why. Okay. So I've seen people saying that he's not playing that well. All right. So he had 70 years for 73 yards. That's a 4.3 yards per carry. That's not bad. Right. That's good. But the thing is, if you watch the game, AJ Dillon's being asked a lot to run between the tackles and get the ugly yards. But one of the problems with this offense is when we get behind the sticks, we're in trouble. These are the Aaron AJ Dillon had about seven carries on first down in this game. He had more than that, but seven of his carries on first down went for five, seven, nine, five, thirteen, and seven. That's first down carries. So that's putting us yeah. So that's at least six times he put us either gave us a first down or gave us a second and five or shorter. <clears throat> he also had a reception for 11 yards in the game, first down. But here's where, for me, it like really kind of pushed over the edge when I rewatched the second half of the game. In overtime, we got to what was field goal range, 46 yards. I don't know how you guys feel, but I haven't seen Crosby hit anything long this year, and it was windy out in going in that direction. So they got to 46, and they decided just to give the ball to Dylan four times. In those four carries, he went for four, three, seven, and one. So he got us 15 yards closer, killed the rest of the clock, and made it a 31-yard field goal on that half and ended the game. Bryant, hell of a job, buddy. That was (laughs) fucking beautiful, man. That was awesome. That's why he's not a performer. I also uh, want to throw something out there, too. A.J. Dillon's been a beast of a pass blocker this year. Like, yep. If you see him in pass protection, he's been he's been a monster. Well, if you go back to he's overtime, he's been better than too. Jones has. Um, yeah. If you go back to overtime, 
Jones gets absolutely annihilated on like a corner blitz or something like yes, that. Yeah, I think that was yeah. right in the overtime. <laughs> and after that, it was Dylan and the rest of the game for like protection and stuff. And like I said, then he just he pushed us right into that field goal range. That third down run for seven yards was so big because then it let us carry that one. The one for one to end it was I think it was more so just to get Crosby on the side of the field that he wanted to be on, and that was it. Brian, did your wife make a YouTube account? <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess just that's, dead a, man that's actually just me. That's me. It'd be better if it said Dead Man X sixty nine, but I know. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, that is why he's my underrated performer. Those carries on first down are so big. Think about that: five, seven, nine, five, thirteen, and seven. That's like that's good. That's that yeah, good throughout stuff. the game. So, and I'll so talk a little bit about some up. of those carries later on, and on, on our offense, kind of like what you were talking about. Like it was just a couple sequences yep. that just did not make sense to me. So we're going to switch to, we're going to talk about the offense, the Packers offense against Patriots defense. And I want to get back up to Eric's comment here because the offense stalling, it really comes down to one thing and it has the last two games. And what Eric said, it's, it, it's perfect. And it's something that we're probably going to harp on a lot on today's show. I would pretty much guarantee on it. He said, they're doing good and scoring every drive. One mistake always ruins the momentum they had. And you could go back even to the San Francisco game in the playoffs. They need to get better at getting over it quickly. And I did actually put that in my notes when it came to the Packers offense with Romeo Dobbs. As soon as he fumbled the ball, I wasn't like, oh, my God, Romeo sucks. Uh, Rodgers isn't going to throw him the ball anymore, which that narrative that Rodgers won't throw to young receivers if they make a mistake, that narrative needs to just be gone. It's it's false. He's proved it's false. Um, But the thing I wrote in my notes, you know, I wasn't like, you know, Romeo sucks. He needs to protect the ball. What I wrote in my notes is I want to see how Romeo Dobbs responds. I want to see if his maturity shows or if he, you know, if he hangs his head like a rookie. And to his credit, he got back in it. He made another play. He mossed uh, a, a cornerback for the Patriots. He did have the drop in the end zone, but that's, you know, he still responded even after that yet by being effective in overtime. So seeing Romeo Dobbs um, still um, keep his head in the game and making plays after making the mistakes. That is the getting over it that we want to see. And I do appreciate seeing that from Romeo Dobbs, especially with him being a rookie. Um, Bernard said it in the comments too, that Rogers was still clutch when he needed to be. And that's also true. Um, <clears throat> so, Oh, it's Taylor. That's Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry, Taylor. Should have did 69. We would have recognized you. um so i'll let uh, i'll let bryant go first seeing as he was last so um brian what did you see from the packers offense against patriots defense for me it's like (laughs) it's like you know that ugly girl at the bar when you drink more the further in the game it gets (laughs) it gets better looking that's like that was how I thought of it. Like that was one of the first things I wrote down. I was like, what, what is going on in the first half? And like as we, you know, got further into the game, it got better. Like it was just an extremely ugly first half, is what I wrote down. Right? It was better in the second half. <laughs> so <laughs> the the pick oh six. My God. Like the pick it's six. So true and like so relatable. I wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. So <laughs> we are going to have no women viewers. Don't worry. The ever. defense in the second half is when you sober up again. Yep, between the right. ugly girl at the bar comment and the 69 jokes. Yep. We're going to have just nothing but dudes watching this show. Now I know why I'm going to watch this. Well, 
if you want to say it can be for a girl for at the, the you know the ugly guy like me at the bar getting better looking the more they drink right oh my god uh, but that's me nothing but so, lesbians watching our show yeah <laughs> oh, canceled. Oh, um, yeah, i was just gonna say that too <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so oh, man. um so sorry, one the pick hell, six the pick six cannot happen like it's just yeah. that kills us but after the romeo dog we had a huge gain to lazard right away and then the fumble by um um Dobbs. and to to Aaron Rodgers' credit, he came out and said that was an ugly throw. I put it in a really bad position. He had to reach out, make a hands catch. Didn't really have a chance to tuck it before he was stripped of it. Um, and he said that he, Aaron Rodgers, I think in his post game or on the Pat McAfee show or whatever it was, he was like, "I wish he would have dropped it because that was on me." Like ugly throw. So the pick six can't happen. And there's a couple really ugly sequences. We got like got it to the New England 39, and it was we had two ugly plays, and then Rodgers takes a sack on third down. And like, it's like, don't take the sack there, buddy. You can, if we gain a couple yards, we either go for it or take a, you know, uh, a long field goal attempt. So taking a sack at the 39 to push us out of, you know, real long field goal range was too bad. And you know how I was talking about like Dylan getting a seven yard carry. There's a sequence where after immediately after the touchdown, right. AJ Dylan gets like a seven yard carry. And then we go deep shot, deep shot. And we have punt. And then there was four out of eight plays. We, we threw the ball deep. And we had to pump both times. And one of the drives we had started getting rolling, and then we took some deep shots. And it's almost like we're trying to force it down the field too much, and I don't really understand that. So, like I said, this – and then the second half was completely different. Like, uh, much more balanced with the drives. Uh, we had 10-play drive, an 8-play drive, a 9-play drive. And then the only play I didn't really like, and it would – I mean, the drive I didn't like was the last drive. And, yeah, it's completely different if Dobbs catches that. But for me, like, we we're already pushing to – um, field goal range we had one short run and then we just throw it deep twice i'm like man just get the five more yards or ten more yards and kick the field goal and win the game in regular uh regular time so it, I, it was awesome to watch the second half we kept you know our defense faltered a little bit and we were able to punch it back so that was good and you know it's just super ugly first half we need to put a complete game together yeah and that's that's something it seems like the packers are are trending upward at least. You know, yeah. there's a lot of teams that are that started hot and they're trending downward. The Packers at least started slow and are trending upwards. So the Packers are at least going in the right direction. We scored 27 in two of our last three games adjustments. or whatever. So <clears throat> yeah, it's it's shaky. But like I said, going from a poor first half to a good second half shows that the adjustments. And I, made I love game. the play. I love the two outplays to Dobbs and and back to back in overtime. Like Aaron Rodgers, those are plays you can see that Aaron Rodgers, those are RPOs that he trusts. He's getting more and more trust of Dobbs. He steps back. Dobbs, you know, obviously sees the adjustments, takes two steps outside, gets the ball and runs up. And you're in field goal yeah. range and the rest is history. And, right? and Isaac's yeah. bringing up the point that I wanted to bring up, that LaFleur made good adjustments. Yeah. Being able to do that against a Bill Belichick coach team to have a better second half than Bill Belichick, that I think is actually something worth giving him some credit for, despite making the, the bad challenge call, which he – fully admitted that yeah. he shouldn't have done he said that was an emotional um, one so yeah. what was that uh what was that stat i sent like way early in the week it was like they won so many games in a row when they were ahead by seven points the yeah, patriots won they were like 65 in a, in a row like or something something crazy yeah, they like won that. 68 in a row when they were up by seven in the fourth quarter yeah that's guess just, what they didn't we get were, to because of the past baby <laughs> <laughs> that's just 
So that's impressive. I won't lie. Yeah. That's very impressive. Obviously, oh, yeah. a lot of that was with Brady, but still. Sure. I think it was something like wasn't like ten of the sixteen games this past week, like within one score, like that ended in within one score. There was a lot of close games this weekend. There yeah. was a lot of close games. I don't I even know what the, the what the final number, number was. Simon, I'll, I remember watching Red Zone and when they went to the see. they went to the witching hour on Red Zone. Eight of the nine games were within one score. Sheesh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, uh, just to pile on a lot of uh, what Bryant said too. Just it was a struggle in the first half watching. I think I read that that was Rogers' worst half of his career. Like he had 11 QBR, something sick, four for 11 for 44 yards and a pick six. It was just, yeah, it was a struggle watching the offense in the first half. But uh, I mean, Rogers does what Rogers does, and he just get a near perfect second half. It was he was really solid, and it, it could have been better. And like. This offense is so weird. Like, we're, what, sixth in yards per game in the offense, but we're 21st in points per game. Like, the only reason we have that much disparity between the two is just offensive miscues and turnovers. Like, the Dobbs fumble, the Aaron Rodgers pick six, the Dobbs dropped um, touchdown pass to ice the game. Like, that stuff – cannot happen against better teams. And I, I said this a lot last week too, when I was harping on it uh, for the offense, not showing up in the second half. Um, but uh, on, on top of that run game, obviously solid 35 carries, 199 yards, 5.7 yards per clip. And that, that run game uh, really helped set up the Watson jet sweep yep. for that touchdown. I and love he, that play. He hit 20 miles an hour. Dude, that he's so good at you, we need to get him the ball more on some drag routes or something. Like yeah. he needs he the ball in his hands. So I just see screens, bro. Just yeah. something. I love um, that they're doing it. Like, they're still getting the ball in screen. his hand, but yeah. yeah. I, I think slowly but surely he'll get more and more touches. Uh as I mean, we'll look at Dobbs as an example. Like yeah. Dobbs had what two catches each of the first two games. Yeah. And now he had eight in week three and I think you I don't even four, remember how many he finished. Sammy Watkins game. might not have a job to come back. I think he was five for that. forty-seven. Yeah, five for forty-seven. And that that back uh, back shoulder touchdown where Rogers threw it over Jonathan Jones or towards Jonathan Jones, that was sick. That was Dude, such that, a. They it looked it looked you know Adams esque like they had that like yep. trusting each other ability. Yeah, I, I love that. I love I that, that dart too. in the middle of the field to Tanyan. I was like. Oh. That was, such that, a was that was Rogers. that was a vintage Rogers touchdown right there. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. I knew you were gonna say that because I felt the same way. I was like, that was Rogers, bro. That was fucking Aaron Rogers. Um, Jake, what did you yeah. see from the Packers offense? Unless Simon's got more. I got more, man. All right, all day. <laughs> Better Go ahead if you got more. Go ahead. Uh, I will say though, I, I feel like one of the things I was watching this week was Judon and Wise versus our tackles, and I feel yeah. like they didn't step up to the plate that well. Um, Jenkins really struggled in pass protection. Yeah. Judon's um, a beast, but yes. Yeah, Judon is a beast. Uh, I think he's a hell of a player, but he really struggled. Um, he was super solid in uh, in run blocking, though. Oh, okay. But um, there was some talks uh, by Matt LaFleur about moving Nyman over to right tackle. So I want to see how that – 
how that yeah there's discussions not actual talks but i want to see how that is because transitioning from left tackle to where he's exclusively played the last couple years over to right isn't always an easy feat for a player so we'll see how that uh comes to fruition over um the next couple weeks but i mean despite the struggles they still only allowed one sack and one qb hit uh, time of possession was another thing I kind of harped on a lot last week was to keep it in our favor, and that was really not the case this week. It, it was really close, except for, like, overtime when we had two um, two possessions. They only had one. Uh, that's all I got. All right. Um, I just saw um, Robert brought up that they need to get Bobby more involved. Mm-hmm. Through – through eight games last year, he had 18 receptions. Through four games this year, he has 13. Um, So he is getting more involved. He's more involved than he was last year. And keep in mind, he's back early-ish from his ACL as well. Um, You know, a lot of people might have expected him to start the year on the pup list or at least missed a couple games um, and not be back right away. Um, Did you guys see what Shady McCoy said about Rodgers? He said he's a Rodgers hater. I'm not sure. I didn't see what he said. I haven't seen it. In my mind, just add him to the fucking list of Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone hates Rodgers. Except for OBJ. John did bring that up in the comments. He said OBJ is coming to play for the Packers. Don't want him. I'll I'll take OBJ. You guys are nuts if you don't want OBJ. Who would you drop? Uh Sammy Sammy Watkins. Easy. I think I'll he's, drop, drop Amari Rogers too. <laughs> we're, getting I think Kyle, Sammy, we're getting Kylan Hill back. Kylan Hill can go back yeah. there and catch kicks and punts. I don't. I think. Uh, I was going to talk about that a little bit later, but no, I don't, I don't know that. Sammy Watkins, I, I don't think they're going to let him return kicks right away, coming yeah, off of think, the ACL. And he's a little ways away, but I think Sammy. That was Watkins, the way he got hurt too. I think Sammy Watkins Whoa. probably has a limited role to come back to already. To be honest, I think so too. I agree. Because there's I too mean, much upside um, with the. If listen, you think about if, the, the way Cobb is playing and our other three main that have been on the field, there's just too much upside with him. Yeah, and that's – he's not going to be back until late November at the earliest. Really? He's he's available after this week, I think, or next week. He's available, but, like, is he yeah. going to be ready that soon? Like, he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. That was what do you have, like, three? You have, like, oh, I'm talking weeks. Sammy Watkins. I'm talking oh, Sammy Watkins. Oh. Sammy Watkins, he's eligible. Next after week is his last week, week on the six, He's eligible week seven. Yeah. So two more weeks yet. Maybe I'll see him when um, I go to – that's the game I'm going to here in Washington. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Jake, what did you see from the Packers offense in this game? So, I hear a lot of people talking bad about the Packers offense in the first half. Understandably so. They were horrible. We still managed 443 total yards. It's a pretty good day. Um, like uh, Simon said, 199 rush yards. Over five yards of carry. We're gashing them with the run. Um, six of 14 on third down. It's not horrible. Could be better. I'm actually almost okay. almost 50%. I mean, I'll I'm take a, it. I'm actually okay, okay with that. Right. Um, the one for one on fourth down, obviously I like that. And the f- almost 37 minutes of time of possession. That means we were we were owning them. And Rodgers was bad in the first half, yes. That throw that he threw to Dubs, he's got to fucking catch that, bro. That was in the fucking bucket. Like, you got to catch that. And I understand, you know, Rodgers not being upset with him dropping it, but that's one later in the year when we're, uh, yes, uh, Jair is playing on Sunday. Um, Later in the year when we're pushing for playoff positioning, Rodgers is going to go back to dubs on a play like that, and he's got to be able to finish that. So that's the thing that I'm looking for. 
I understand. Well, they, you know, you guys talked about. Did you see what Lafleur said about that? No, what did he say? He said that they talked to him in the the uh, locker room and after the game that when it's in that type of situation that he needs to turn his body and fall to, onto his like um, oh, back yeah. or shoulder. So there are they've already started coaching him up and teaching him how to fall. And it's it's such a hard thing because what so I, this catch rule we could go on a huge debate about this. So you're saying if he would just reach the ball like this at the catch before he falls to the ground, he, the dude had two feet in, a knee hit the ground, and an elbow hit the ground. So it's just rough, and he tucked yeah, it. He, and, and he, he tucked, tucked it. it. Just, he went like this and he tucked it. Rough. I'll tell you this: Devonte Adams had one that they called a touchdown last year. That was a lot, lot like he didn't control it <laughs> very long at all. I think it was against Cincinnati, and I couldn't believe they upheld it. I don't know if y'all remember that play, but I remember really a play when we went to Washington. Played. This was a while back. Kirk Cousins was actually still there, and Rodgers threw a pass to Jordy Nelson. He literally caught it and like went like this, and as he was turning, the ball got knocked out, and they called it a touchdown. Yeah, it's like yeah, I remember that. I don't know what a catch is anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but well, if they, it, if they call it not a catch. It's different when you're going to the ground, though. Versus when you're possessing the ball. Right. My thing was is he so, wasn't going yeah. to the ground when he caught it. He got tackled after he caught it and then went to the ground. But it is what it is. I mean, yeah. he just needs to – they're taught they, – he did come up uh, – LaFleur said that they're teaching him, like, hey, just fall to, fall to the side or whatever, which sucks, you know, full speed on your damn shoulder or whatever. But yeah. uh, David, we're going to talk about so. – I'll wipe my boobs in my hundreds. Preview, but uh, <laughs> yeah. we're going to switch from the Packers offense to the Packers defense. And I was keeping track – of this statistic through the entire game after I saw the I saw it in the beginning of the game and I kept track of it through the entire game and this streak is active the Packers have not allowed a conversion yeah. on third and eight yards or longer oh yeah I saw that opponents are full for 21 That's in sick. third and eight the, or longer don't they have the um, best third down defense and like far and away Still, in the league. Yeah. Yes, uh, by like by like two full conversions per game. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I have more stats when we get on third down, but from this game, <laughs> oh for twenty one on third and eight or longer. <laughs> That's pretty damn good. <laughs> wow. That's. I mean. That's that's insane, honestly. Um, we'll see. All four games have been kind of a kind of a struggle at the opening drive. Um, they went from allowing touchdowns to allowing field goals, so they're trending in the right direction, sort of like their their second half adjustments. Um, the second drive, the Patriots had uh, Adrian Amos made a really good open field tackle, and then the third down sack by Rashawn Gary. I think that was the one that actually knocked out Brian Hoyer. Um. Fourth drive, Darnell Savage made a great play on a screen to go and get the open field tackle again. Um, and then we're talking about Rashawn Gary again. Strip sack and the recovery, that's the trifecta. Just He's elite. Elite. <laughs> elite. Yeah. Um, so Dude, he could recover know, that thing with his other... thighs, and they couldn't pull it away from him. He was squeezing it like a damn watermelon. Did you see it? Like they... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only other, only other complaint I really had about the, I should say I I have two complaints I guess about the Packers defense, um, and it's more. One of them is a judgment thing, and it's Kenny Clark's penalty. Um, yeah. You just got to be smarter yeah. than to yeah. take a, a uh, an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Well, wasn't that kind of like a 
I don't, I don't want to say BS because I get it, but like it happens all the time. It happens all the time. It. I mean, I agree. I, I it's, get it. it's an unsportsmanlike <laughs> contract with the head. But if yeah, but dude, Aaron Donald has the last two times Packers have played the Rams. Aaron Donald has literally put a hand to one of our offensive linemen throats. Both of the last two times Packers and Rams played. Okay, Aaron Donald's Garrett. a golden child. He can beat people with helmets, and but since yep. it's practice, it doesn't I was matter. Say, which one of those two guys gets put on the NFL commercials? Aaron Donald <laughs> yeah. or Kenny Clark? Yeah. Hey, Kenny Clark is in a commercial now about cancer. I don't know if you've noticed that, but yeah, I didn't. <laughs> it's an NFL commercial. <laughs> yeah, it's an NFL commercial. Oh, is it really? Is it? Actually, I never seen that one. About for intercept cancer. That's why. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that's why Bryant's wearing his cancer T-shirt. Oh, I did not yeah. see that. Um, and the other one is I for something that I'd like to see improve is Eric Stokes when it comes to play action. That's what I want to see Eric, Eric Stokes improve in, in the play action game. Um, yeah, Aaron Donald he gets away with a lot, but. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Um, Jake, what did you see from the Packers' defense against the Patriots' offense? The one thing I didn't see is the one thing I want to see on Sunday is adjustments in the run game. Um, so we play, we're play, we playing a backup quarterback to start the game, and then we're playing the backup's backup, and that's all anybody's talking about is playing a third-string quarterback. When you have a, a quarterback that's inexperienced on the road his first game at Lambeau, like, that's got to be intimidating. You know 12 is on the other sideline, right? So you're going to have to try to match him blow for blow. Why would you not put more beef up front? I don't understand why he didn't make that judgment. Um, other than that, I thought they played well. Three for 11 on third down. Uh, 271 total yards, only 104 passing. Again, backup quarterback. But 167 rush yards and allowing them to hold the ball for 33 minutes. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I know that we're supposed to be optimistic and positive, but that shit really bothered me watching that. That's all I got. Simon, what did you see from the Packers defense? Uh, a lot of what Jake just said. Um, I had a lot of the same notes. But you got – all right, so I want to I wanna phrase it this way to Packer fans, just since I'm trying to keep it optimistic too. I know the run defense seems a little sketchy, over five yards per clip for them. Um, but think about it this way. That defense only allows 17 points. We, yeah. I take that. I take that every week. Honestly, should have been 10, too, when you factor in the delay of game. That True. Was, I mean, yeah, I mean. Could have been 10. It could have been 13. 10 or, uh, 13. Could have been 13. They probably would have made the field sure. range. That's fair. Yep, 13. Sure. That's fair. So uh, I take 17 points every week. Every week. I'll take that. Um but defense phenomenal first half. Gary's a monster. I'll just say that again. I thought uh, Kenny Clark was a little disappointing this week. Um, not up to his usual self. feel like he got kind of manhandled at the point of attack sometimes. And it just seemed like he was absent from the game. Um, they have a good center, though. And they, yeah, def- that, they that definitely off- keyed on Kenny. So that offensive line is pretty, pretty good. Like, yes. they're still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Preston had a pretty solid game, I think. Um, but sometimes I felt like he couldn't hold the edge on some of those run plays real well. Uh, I feel like inside linebacker has been kind of disappointing this year. They each missed it's up and down. Yeah, it's, it's up and down, but if you're coming off of first team all pro, um, you know, it just doesn't seem like he's kind of playing up to that level. And I, I think a lot of people expected maybe some regression uh, by Tyler, but um, <laughs> <laughs> some regression. But K- 
Campbell, I feel like Campbell's struggling a little bit this year. Uh, he's not in as much plays. And, oh, man, I saw a thing earlier. Yeah, four missed at, tackles all last year. He has already has six this year. Yeah. He, he missed uh, one this game. I was looking at a stat, and I wish I had wrote it down. But between Quay Walker and Devondre Campbell, the average depth of their tackles was for the Patriots game was 4.8 and 6.7. Oh. It, it was really bad. I was like, ooh. So I feel like they both struggled super hard to get off their blocks and just got caught downfield a lot. Um, secondary, I mean, they played pretty solid for the most part. Um, I feel like Stokes kind of got picked on a little bit as much as we can say for their wide receiving core and Bailey Zappi. <laughs> yeah, he, he gave up the most out of uh, the secondary. Um, and then, yeah, that's that that delay of game, uh, yeah, delay of game penalty that didn't get called. I wasn't sure if the defense just expected it to be called, so they kind of lazed a little bit on the play, but still. That's what it looked like, because it looked like a bunch of the guys went straight. straight. I wonder if the Packers need to change it. Had, I, I noticed this. I don't know if you all noticed this. Had, did you notice the clock hit zero, and then one second later it went to 40 again and started counting down? I wonder yeah. if, you know, if the ref looks up and sees that, he's like, oh, there's time on the clock. I wonder if they should change up their mm-hmm. clock process and, you know what I mean? Like, because they got to reset it to 25 anyway after the play or whatever is over. They should probably well, just leave it at double zeros. But that's well, just I'm me. sure that's the, just the referee is getting like notified at like 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, hey, watch the clock. But it, how they, do you get notified and then it goes to 40? How, they had an issue is. last night with, uh, I think it was the Colts where, you know, they had oh, a hurry. Was, yeah. Matt Ryan was like, look around, like, what the hell just happened to the play clock? I, I don't know. Um, that's kind of what I got for the defense this week. So this um, is something that I've I've picked up on besides, you know, picking up. Do I get to talk Eric about Stokes. the defense, Tyler? No. no. You don't get to talk. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, yeah. So I didn't, since no one said this, I got to say it. Like, it's so vanilla. I can't stand it anymore. Like, you know, it's not even like blue bunny vanilla where it's a nice cream colored, like good tasting vanilla. It's like our family vanilla, like that it's white ice cream that has no flavor. Great like, value. From the blue bunny. Exactly. I, I don't understand when when Bill Belichick comes in and adds a six lineman to the pretty much every snap because um, Judon got, or not Judon, uh, John the Smith. tight end got hurt. Johnny Smith got hurt. You're still playing too high shell. How and to to Simon's point, they're talking about um, Walker and Campbell making tackles way down the field. Yeah, that's because they have a sixth lineman in there, and we're not making adjustments. Why are you playing too high shell against someone that is making his first start or not first start, first playing time in Green Bay? You should be throwing some run blitzes. You know they're going to run it. That's the only way they can do anything against us is running the ball. So why are you playing too high? I don't understand it. And I'm wondering if the reason, one of the reasons they signed Eric Wilson is, yeah, special teams. But I wonder if they're like, we need another linebacker because these teams are See, just running on us. At this the point, thing that like, bothers me with that is that they have the defensive line depth too. Yeah. yeah. I, make an adjustment. Like, yeah. And Matt LaFleur came out and said something about it. Like, we need to put more in the box or we need to play better against the run. Like, eventually he needs to tell Barry, like, get out of this stupid too high zone. You're letting him pick us apart, pressure him, and stop the run. And I will like, say Matt, Matt Lafleur kind of called not called him out, but he mentioned yeah, it uh, yeah, in the like, media. 
That's what I'm saying. So bit. he said something, and I feel like he said something previously about it. So I don't know if Eric Wilson is going to really play, or maybe that's maybe it's all special teams. The poor dude was just in London last week and flew home, got signed by the Packers, and now flew back to London. So he was on the he was oh on poor the guy oh, gets to go to London. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I mean that's a lot of travel. That millions of dollars. But, I don't know. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, what? what is, where's the adjustments? Like the. The second half defense is like when you wake up from that bar night, right? You realize who you're next to. Like they had such a good first half, three points. And then the second, like, what are they doing? And I heard today that, so you remember last week when I gave you the stat about 104 rushing yards on the one drive or whatever, the Packers have given up 500 yards rushing this year. 200 of those rushing, uh, 200 of those yards have come on four drives, two against the Bears and two against the Patriots. So they have the they have the ability to play run run defense. It's like they just let it collapse. I just don't understand. But I, I had to get that off my chest. I'm sick of the vanilla crap, and they better change it for this freaking game because it's the I got same a thing. There's you. only one way for the Giants to beat us. I got a question for you. What's up? Since Amos went out of the game, right? Put some damn sprinkles and chocolate on the vanilla. Okay? Hey, settle down. <laughs> settle down, chocolate. Since Amos went out of the game, Rudy Ford came in, right? And Amos is usually the guy you slide down into the box to add that extra defender. Who are you? What, are you going to send Rudy Ford down in the box? Because no, they're not I putting another lineman in. Put no. another defensive Are you putting Savage down in the box? TJ Slayton in the box. Yeah. Okay, but then you have care. to take off a linebacker. I don't give that. What well, linebacker fine. are you taking off? They're they're adding, that's fine. I'm not so scared. I'm, I wasn't scared of their backup. I feel like. Yeah. But what linebacker are you taking off? Are you taking Quay Walker off the field? Sure. No, you take you take Ford off the field and you put a defensive lineman and you make it, you leave your one single high safety and make him and tempt him to throw it deep come on it's the nfl you don't just you don't just play single high for a whole half you also don't, don't play cover when or have six offensive linemen and two tight ends or whatever on the field when yeah, they're clearly running all time. Beats us, so, we have, <laughs> so we exactly we have the we have what three first round draft picks in our secondary let them play their person and stop the run because the run is the only thing that they have going for them keep now. in mind there was no jair yeah. i don't care they're yeah, playing. Um, I'd still chase Aguilar and Devontae. They're playing Bill Belichick, yes. who's gonna call the shit out. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, ain't out there throwing the ball. When, <laughs> yeah, but but he when Bill Zappi is job for a coach is to put your players in the right position to succeed, right? I get it that Zappi was good in college, but when he was and that's fine. But when we're not succeeding against the run, I'm just saying make some changes. I don't say you have to even maybe. It doesn't work, but just get out of too high and see what happens for one of those drives when they're going up. I agree. With you. Especially I just on wanted to ask some questions. I just wanted to see where you were at. I agree. Especially with you. on the early downs. I agree with you. It's just gotta, too gotta vanilla. Just... Shit out, dude. I agree. And that's just a preview of what I'll be saying for my. You'll see my map. Yeah, I was, I was going to. Oh, I won't say anything for the next one. I'll just let so, you go. <laughs> just to clarify on your analogy, Bryant. So the second half is like the post nut clarity. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I hate you, bro. <laughs> I, I, it's when I'll, you can go Brian started it. When Brian said that, and he's like, the second half is like when you wake up from the morning after that. It's like, that's why I just sat with my head in my hands for 45 seconds. Because that's yeah. the first thing I thought of. And you brought that evil on me, Doug Judy. <laughs> Brian, we can't hang out, bro. You're a bad influence. <laughs> yes, hey, I just take comments. You got that on. For those of you that don't get it. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, so daily sign. Now I'm gonna go to my what can the Packers improve? <laughs> because it's like that. Meme um, I, I want to give Pat O'Donnell credit first 
for making a great punt after the drop touchdown by Dobbs. Pat O'Donnell made a great punt. And then this ties into what the Packers can improve. Um, I think it's time to try Pat O'Donnell on kickoffs. Um, the Packers have the lowest touch uh, touchback percentage in the league. Only 31% of the Packers' kickoffs result in touchbacks. I'm surprised it's that much, to be honest. I was actually – this was the first game I noticed the special teams bent a little bit on returns yeah. more than I would like to see. Um, I mean, when you catch the ball at the 10-yard line, that helps. Yeah. Does O'Donnell have any – I know it was windy. Does O'Donnell have any – did he kick off with the Bears? I don't know. If I have no idea, but I think it's yeah. time to find out. Yeah. I will um, say it's sure. hard watching a game like and you see a, a different game and you see um their kicker kick like a fifty nine year field goal and it says would have been good from sixty four. I'm like when we were at the Packers game, I watched <laughs> Mason Crosby's warm up and he was short from fifty four and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> so, like I love the dude, but nah, it's not ideal. So yeah. Pat O'Donnell two thousand nineteen had fifteen kickoffs. And ten touchback. of them went for touchbacks, or um, yeah, touchbacks. There you go, Simon. Look at that. Yeah, I just have a sixty-six percent clip. <laughs> Jake's like, I, I know how to one more. figure out how to work the yeah, Google and the internet machine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just he just talked for me. <laughs> oh, you found it right away too. Yeah, I said Pat O'Donnell kickoffs. Apparently, you played kicker in high school. David, too. I don't have a problem with Amari. On on returns, I really don't. I think he's been yeah. decent, actually, as far as as returning. I've I, I've seen a lot of people kind of crap on him lately, though. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, what's wrong I, with him. You didn't do anything wrong. I mean, he had yeah. a muff punt during one game, but yeah, that was because he had a random comment on punt last year too. I don't think he's bad. I just think people expect more out of um out of like a kick returner. Yeah, I'm fine with him, honestly. Um, the one fair catch that he had, the Packers planned that one. Yeah. That was planned fair catch when he was by himself. That was a planned fair catch so the Packers could bleed more clock. Bring back to Just Sean get Jackson. the ball back into the hands of your offense. You don't want to pull a Ty Montgomery situation where you try to return a kick that you don't need to return, then you end up fumbling. I still oh. hate that fucker. For was that, that the Rams? Was that I the said, Rams? Yeah, dude. We were, we were like three and three, and the Rams were like six and one or something like that. Yeah. And we should have beat them in LA. God damn it. All right. So let's switch it up. Uh, I'm going to let Bryant give the Packers and Giants injury report. All right. All right. So this is ugly for the Giants. It's not as ugly for us. <laughs> um, so the only people for us that are questionable is um, Wyatt, but he. He practiced, didn't practice, and he practiced again, so I feel like he has a good chance to play. Uh, Tariq Carpenter, also listed as questionable. Um, but the one that I'm kind of interested in most is Amos. Amos, and I think he plays because I don't think they bring him to practice. If they weren't pretty positive he was going to play, I don't think they even risk flying him to London. And he was on the sideline on Wednesday already going through – uh, just running off to the sideline. Thursday practice, Friday practice. So I feel he was pretty tweeting confident after the game on Sunday that um, that he was like all good and things like yeah. that. Yeah, I wonder if you know he was in concussion protocol, but maybe it was when I watched it. He got hit like in the side of the the head neck area on that mm-hmm. play. So maybe they were just being over you know cautious. So maybe it wasn't very well, that's severe. The, that's the talk of the league right now. Yeah, and and, and you can see it. They're very cautious. Like uh, like that was a scary moment watching. Uh, Nine Himes get up yesterday. Yeah. I don't know if y'all watched yeah. seen that. Like the dude did not know where he was at. 
There it's also no, encouraging because Amos got up and walked to the bench yeah. himself. Like so, he understood so, what was exactly. going on. So, I think he plays. Now for the Giants, uh, everyone's talking about our wide receiver core. I think they're down to five, six, and seven on their depth chart, right? So they have a defensive back, um, Flot, the Cordell Flot out. Uh, Galladay, Kenny Galladay Tony, is out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Aziz Ojolari is out, which is kind of a big loss for them. Uh, Wandell Robinson, everyone's like, oh, he's good enough. He'll, he'll play. Nope, he's not playing. Um, Tyrod Taylor is out with his concussion. Canaries Tony didn't even head over there, hurt his other hamstring. Um, and then Leonard Williams, um, which would be a big loss for them too, is he's questionable, but I think he'll play. So yeah, they're they're really, really banged up on at the wide receiver position. So we'll see what our defense does to adjust to that. So <clears throat> this ties in well because David just made a comment on the Packers offense, um, saying that he'd like to see Christian Watson return kicks. I have honestly zero. I have zero interest in that I don't because I want to see Christian Watson spending one hundred and ten percent of his focus on offense, yep. and that's why that. I think they're keeping Amari Rogers um, not really on the field on offense, except when it's you know like a like an emergency situation basically. But um, Amari Rogers, they have him just on special teams, telling him focus on just special teams Watson I want focusing on just offense because he's going to be um, as the weeks go on he's going to be a more and more and more and more and more important part of the offense Um, Christian Watson I would really like to see him up to speed by the time we start playing Philadelphia Buffalo um, those two teams those are the games where we're going to need to be able to stretch the field Um, especially against both of them who have good defenses. Buffalo's a little bit banged up on their defense. Michael Hyde is on IR, unfortunately. But Christian Watson is going to need to be able to um, give this offense a new wrinkle. And it's going to need to be the deep shot. You know, we can score a touchdown from any down and distance. So I want Christian Watson focusing on nothing but being healthy and playing offense. So, um Brian, I'll let you actually know. You went for you did the injury reports. I'll let Simon go first. Simon go first. Um, yeah. what are you looking for from the Packers offense against the Giants defense in the first ever London game? Uh, yeah, so honestly, these teams are pretty similar from the, the Patriots and Giants, and probably how we'll end up playing them. The Giants are very susceptible to the run, they're allowing 5.1 yards per carry this year. Um, Overall defense, they're not bad. They're ninth in points allowed. Um, I think this is just another team where uh, it's going to be if we play the pass rush really well, then this offense could could take flight. Um, the Giants are 19th in pass rush win rate. That's a good one. But uh, Thibodeau's, you know, coming out, he's a solid player. Um, Leonard Williams, if he plays, he's just a that dude is so monstrous. And Dexter Lawrence can also kind of be a handful at times. He's like a bigger version of Kenny Clark. I want to give you just a counterpoint to that that whole section there. There is no player on the Giants that has more than one sack, despite the Giants having the third most blitzes in the NFL. I was going to say they blitz at like a 40% clip too. Third highest blitz rate in the NFL, and no player on their team has more than one sack. Yeah. that's. I mean, it's crazy – Sean Gary has five. And, and what, what was that? I don't know. 
uh, and Rodgers is number one in the NFL against the – I think I said that last week. But, mm-hmm. yeah, another blitzing team. And uh, kind of just like in their secondary, Dory Jackson's kind of the guy you have to watch, watch out for. So they got desperate enough to bring Landon Collins. But their, their linebackers are oof, rough. <laughs> if, if you get to a point where they Blake, have Jalen Blake Smith can't even yeah. be on your team anymore, like so I I, I I feel really good about our ability to run the ball, set up the play action, give some shots to Dobbs and Lazard, let uh you know Randall Cobb work that middle of the field, get Bobby involved. Uh honestly, I, I just feel like the Packers offense just out talents the Giants defense by a pretty good, sh- you know, pretty good margin. But, yes, uh, yeah. Hey, brother, and Jalen Smith, too. Um, Jake, what are you looking for from the Packers offense against the Giants defense? So, I knew one of you was going to bring up the points. So, Simon, you brought up that they're ninth in points, and they gave up 17.8. The last two quarterbacks they played is Cooper Rush and Justin Fields. It's still my thunder, man. They, <laughs> sorry, man. The two, one, be the two before that, thing. the two before that, Tannehill and Mayfield. Who have they played? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. You can add all of them together, and they still all suck ass. <laughs> That's how I feel. I like um, Tannehill like two years ago. Yeah, Tannehill now, though. Yeah. COVID year, Tannehill was good. That's he it. had a so, solid game versus the Colts. The Colts suck. Okay, and we're talking about they put up a whole twelve points. So they have that to their credit. Yeah, that is true. The Packers for being twenty first in points are six in total yards in the NFL. So they average three hundred and seventy seven point five yards per game, and they only average eighteen point eight points. I think, you know, and Tyler brought this up a long time ago, and I hope you're proud of me for this. The law of averages is gonna gonna even out of boy. Um you know, eventually all those yards that we're getting, we're going to stop with the miscues and the points per game is going to go up and people are going to stop bitching so much. Um, that's that's what I feel that we're going to get on the right track here. Now, I know it's really hard not to look ahead, right? Like we looked ahead to this, this Giants game because it was in London. It's going to be really hard not to look ahead and see the Jets next week, but that jet lag is going to be real. So I want right. us to take it one game at a time. Yeah, I didn't try to do that on purpose, but um, – <laughs> I think I think take it one game at a time, but I think this is a game that can get the offense back on track. And Rogers talked about it. He said he wants to air it out. So let's let's see what he's got. Maybe maybe this is the game that Watson catches that seventy-five yarder. Man, so I was so close on that third. call. I was so close on that call for you. The brought season. up Aaron Rodgers. I just got to say this real quick. Aaron Rodgers is currently completing sixty-nine percent of his passes. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Watson's I'm not done. There will be yards. more. Bryant, what, what are you happened? looking for from the Packers? Six point nine yards right. per attempt. So, so Jake still months under a little bit with the seventeen point eight. So good job there. Like they have not the quarterbacks. They have not. They have played Artanahill, who doesn't normally have an. He has an okay completion percentage. Mayfield, Cooper Rush, who's probably the best out of all four of them, <laughs> and Fields, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, it, and Fields probably brought that percentage completion percentage against them because they're only allowing a 57.4 completion percentage. Yeah. That's because that's like Fields average to anyone he plays against. Like, so yeah, it probably yeah. is. So, and Mayfield's not a high average person either. Cooper rush is probably struggling a little bit. Right. So the thing with their defense is, yeah, they've only given up those points and they're holding um, really crappy quarterbacks to a low percentage, 
but they're sixth lowest in the league, allowing 12.1 yards per reception, and they're the second lowest in the league, allowing 5.1 yards per rush. So right there, that tells you they're a bottom five defense, and the stats ain't telling the whole story in this one. Yep. Um, I, to a certain degree. So I, I agree. Um, the one thing they have done a lot, and we need. I hope Dobbs and stuff is paying attention to this. They have four six fumbles um, that they've recovered this year. So they have no zero. They have zero interceptions, but they have recovered six fumbles. Granted, some of those come from you know the Bears playing hot potato at the end of the game last week. But, um, yeah, I, I just – I completely think that we should be able to overmatch this defense, especially with their a couple injuries they have. And this is really – like, there's no excuse this game. Like, I think we need to we need to put it together and have a really solid full game against them. Yeah, make a bit of a statement. I mean, the excuse would be the travel and everything, and so it's possible. But, yeah. So <clears> – <throat> couple things I want to bring up. Um, the Packers are currently averaging 30 more minutes, 34 minutes of time of possession. Um, that's, that's a pretty solid number. Um, converting 42.5% of third downs, which is pretty solid. So like Jake mentioned, they were six of 14 last week. I, I will take that. That's nearly 50%. Um, the Packers have five wide receivers over a hundred yards. Um, and then they have Aaron Jones at 81 and AJ Dillon, who has 69 receiving. Let's go. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, I'm a man of the people. <laughs> so, you know, the Packers, we've, we've talked about it. I know I've harped on it. I've probably said it three times an episode, but. Um, the Packers are really built on balance. There's there's really nobody who's running away with that quote-unquote wide receiver one role. Um, they are continuing to just spread the ball around, which is what I was really hoping for. And we're only four games into this, and one of those games we didn't have Alan Lazard, and now two of those games we haven't had Sammy Watkins. So there's still some identity being found here in this passing game. And I think where we, we talked about earlier um, as kind of a negative with Rodgers underthrowing Dobbs and then overthrowing um, I think he overthrew Lazard, and then I think he overthrew Watson. Um, the Packers are still kind of trying to figure this he, offense. He so. underthrew Watson. He yeah. underthrew Watson. Okay. Watson um, was like Randy Moss on that motherfucker. He was gone. <laughs> um. So you know that's that's almost kind of a way you can frame that that their offense is still trying to figure itself out a little bit. So I wanted to throw that out there as a possibility because there's not it's not all new wide receivers, but. Randall Cobb is now elevated to a higher role without Devontae Adams here. Alan Lazard takes over the quote-unquote wide receiver one role, and then you have two rookies and a free agent brought into the wide receivers room. So there's a lot of new pieces there. That's going to take a little bit of figuring out. So when we're talking about the slow start from the offense, I think there's a little bit of reason for that, and I'm willing to be patient for probably about another week or two before it starts to be getting like, okay, we've had six weeks of this. Now we need to start seeing better improvement. So that's something I'm going to be looking for from the Packers offense. But um, what are the – I'll let Simon, I'll let you go first. What's the matchup that you're watching for the Packers offense against the Giants defense? So I – like we kind of talked about a little bit earlier, I think this is the week where we have Big Bob, like, really come on, like have a really, really strong game where he could have, like – you know, six or seven catches for you 69 know, 69 yards. 
<laughs> and a touchdown. Six, six catches on nine targets for 69 yeah, yards. Dude. Nice. So I'm looking at and 69 touchdowns. <laughs> I'm looking at Big Bob versus their linebacking core. I think that's a good one, uh, Brian. What do you? What's the matchup you're watching for on the Packers offense? So, were you done, Simon? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, so I'm actually just watching Rogers for the secondary. There's, um, I think if we can settle in quickly in this game, and he can start. And he did say, and I wrote this down before he said, I want to air it out. Uh, we'll see if he's actually just playing games with them. Um, and they're going to run the ball, but I, I, I'm watching him versus the secondary because, like I said, they are allowing 12.1 yards per completion. And I think if we can get up early and get a you know a couple score lead, it's going to put the Giants out of their game plan, and they're going to be in serious trouble. Um, if, if you if you know Jones is throwing to Darius Slayton, who was a nice player a couple of years ago, but they obviously just hate him now or whatever for whatever reason. He's had some injuries like too. Yeah, like with how decimated they're at at the wide receiver's position, if we're forcing them to throw the ball, um, they're going to be in trouble. They're going to run some, you know, t- couple tight end sets. They have a couple nice tight ends on their team, but none of them are world beaters. So I just think that if Rodgers versus the secondary, if he can pick on these these people, the only cornerback that on their team that's even having an okay year is uh, more more Morrow or Fabian Morrow. He's got like a high, if you go off PFF grades, he's the only one that's had a decent year really for the most part. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot to pick on. Uh, I know Simon mentioned Dory Jackson, but he doesn't scare me either. So I, 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 I just think he that, doesn't scare me either, but yeah. I just I think he's like the only one worth really noting. This should be a game. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers can come out, good. if Aaron Rodgers can come out and hit his targets, not have those couple ugly throws early in the game, we've seen pretty much every game. I think we could, really run away with this he'll so hit on those a, eventually like yeah. i'm i wouldn't bet against aaron Rodgers. To mine is Rodgers versus secondary receiver. exactly i think this is the game like if we're gonna see a deep deep touchdown i think this is it. So. jake what's the matchup that you're watching from the packers offense versus the giants defense aaron jones uh he's been the guy he's been the guy to get us going been the guy that's been the most consistent in my opinion on the offense so i'm watching aaron jones let's get him going again uh, let's get him over, get over a hundred, and get him another touchdown because he's the best running back in the North, right? Just wanted to, you know, throw that start, out there. Start that conversation again. <laughs> just saying. Now I'm for it. I'm for it. Um, as as so he's playing right what now, you're right? saying is that Aaron Jones is reliable. Yeah, like he plays yeah. like all the like, time, like, and he's good. Yeah, not, not quite <laughs> like old reliable, reliable, but he's reliable. Cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I got a we we had a bunch of the Randall Cobb memes this week, so we had the Randall Cobb all reliable meme today. Randall Cobb is the matchup that I'm watching. Um, the Giants have actually been a nice. sneaky good third down team, like we've um, Jake and Bryant and Simon have mentioned the, the quarterbacks they've played against. So those stats can be a little inflated for the Giants defense, but Randall Cobb is the third down killer. He's the third down old reliable. He's the in case of emergency break the glass and get Randall Cobb. Um, you know, we mentioned before that five of his six receptions last week, or no, it was he's got five receptions for first downs. He's tied for ninth, tied for ninth in the NFL in third down receptions that result in first downs. Um, so it was he's got six receptions on third downs, five of them are conversions, and the fifth one or the sixth one that wasn't a conversion was the one that he tried to lateral to Elton Jenkins. That was his only catch on third down that did not result in a first down. Crazy. <laughs> so, 
Let's switch to the Packers defense side of the ball. So the Packers are currently – I got more for you guys. I'm not done. Uh, the <laughs> Packers are currently seventh in points per game allowed. They're allowing 17.3 points per game. Packers, through four games, have allowed a grand total of 69 points. <laughs> I knew it was coming when you started with it. I saw that earlier when I was looking at it. I knew it was going to come up. Oh. Uh, I was doing my research for this game, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going all in. We're just going to find them all. <laughs> Crazy how many there are, really, when you think about it. Holy shit. I know. It's going to be like 69-69 jokes in this episode. <laughs> um, so... Packers are also fifth in yards per game allowed, which is kind of skewed by the, the rushing. Um, yeah. The Giants might be 3-0, and but they are 18th in points per game. Giants are only averaging 19 points a game, and they're 22nd in yards. Yep. They're number one in rushing, but still 22nd in total yards. They're 31st in passing. <laughs> so the other thing, Packers about are allowing only 8.8 yards per completion which is seventh in the nfl mm-hmm. um they're f- number five in sack percentage at 9.4 percent so just shy of 10 percent of plays packers are getting a sack um they're averaging 2.8 sacks per game now packers have the number one third down defense in the nfl as well they're allowing only 23.8 percent of third downs converted which is insane that's like i brought up that um, and the recap, the 0 for 21 on third and eight or longer. Um, they're also number one in opponent third down conversions per game, only allowing two and a half third third down conversions per game. 2.5. That's insane. I think the Giants are number two, and they're at like 4.8. <laughs> they're tied with two other teams, I believe. Um, so that said, I wanted to go first in the defense because I just want to be the first person to say stack the box. Damn it, that's exactly what I had it written down. That's the, whole, dude, that's the main thing. I told you I guys a, I had one. It's all thing capital that I letter right there. About <laughs> load the box. Defense. Just like I'm doing later. The box. <laughs> I was just gonna make that joke too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, man. Hey, I gotta get all the jokes oh, out my God. We, in case our special guest guest makes it next week. We gotta be on our PQs, and Q's, right? So <laughs> He's gonna oh, watch no, us and be like, "I'm not going on that show." Jake going. If Jake starts laughing super hard, we're gonna be all here laughing for 15 minutes. I'm holding time. it in, bro. I'm holding it in. You guys won't like my real laugh. It'll make you laugh. Oh, there will be real like tears that. Like that video I sent you. Laughing is a little bit harder. <laughs> oh god. Oh shit, that's awesome. Uh, Simon, what are you looking for from the Packers defense against the Giants offense? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, stack the box. <laughs> uh, obviously, Saquon's a, just a monster. He's He looks like he's back to himself, the old self. Yep. Packers are giving off 5.5 5 yards per rush, 24th in the league. That just, yeah, it makes me cringe. So, I want yeah. – <laughs> it's, it's gross. So, I, I'm looking – for us to play a lot more three down linemen. I want to see TJ Slayton get on the field, take up that space in the middle. Cause God, it just last week was just so frustrating to watch our, our defensive line. Uh, other than that, I just make, make Daniel Jones. I mean, I assume Daniel Jones is going to play. He's kind of dealing with an ankle injury a little bit. 
He's probably, he's probably gonna play. Um, so just make him just make him beat us through the air with their top three or four receivers out. That dude hasn't thrown for over 200 yards this year. He's the NFC East version of Justin Fields. God damn it. I wanted to go first. You fucker. <laughs> I have a dig on the Bears, though. Okay. Uh, I'll wait for it. I'll wait for it. Um, he's also been pressured on almost 50% of his dropbacks. Yeah, that's gross. So um, <laughs> I, I'll get there. Um, with his ankle injury, it. What was it? What was the, the game last year where he had like an ankle injury or something and like it inhibited his rush ability? And he just got absolutely massacred. I, I can't remember. I would expect played. that to happen in any game. He has an ankle injury. True. But I mean, sometimes he just gets grabbed by the grass. I'll be honest. I haven't watched a lot of Giants games because they're they're bad. I think it was versus San Francisco. I want to say. He's got decimated. I think they had like seven sacks that game or something. I mean, Some that makes sense. Stuff like that. Their front seven is disgusting. Um, so, yeah, I just – Jared I, I want, smoke. I don't know if you – I want to see our – Jared, you're uh, a nice guy. I'm not going to do you like that, bro. I want to see our cornerbacks play up more. I expect a lot of checkdowns. And um, the only other thing I have is our, our pass rush could kind of have their hands full with uh, Andrew Thomas. He's the highest-graded offensive player in PFF through the first four weeks. Oh, wow. Offensive. So I was player. watching uh, real quick since you're on that. I was watching someone earlier, and they said a lot of that has to do not that he is not a really good player. A lot of it has to do with the, how well they're running the ball. Like everything yeah, is play true. action. Almost every yeah. throw they make is play action. So it's helping the tackles a lot. I, I was going to say there's some disparity between his success when he has play action versus him just dropping back, which um, makes sense for most makes QBs. Sense, but yeah. his his disparity yeah. was like huge. That's all basically just admitting that Saquon Barkley is the only player on the Giants offense that I'm concerned yeah. about. Yep. Literally the only one. He's the only player on that roster that I'm really like. <laughs> yeah. He's good. Hey, <laughs> I like I'd put Thibodeau in there. So yeah, he's he's young. He's, so, he's yeah. a rookie, but yeah. I like Leonard Williams. He hasn't lived up to the hype, I'll be honest. No, no, he hasn't, but he's still a solid, solid. He's player. all right. Yeah, he's all right. But he's paid all a right, lot of Jake. money to just be all right. Give me your give me your yeah. bears burn, Jake. All right. So the Giants are averaging 139.5 pass yards yep. per game. That's 31st in the NFL. <laughs> the fucking Bears average 97 <laughs> pass yards a game. Oh, that is 42 uh, <laughs> yards less than oh, the second worst. That is fucking bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Justin Fields, future MVP. Justin Bro, Fields will be the – hey, you know what? Passing I'll yards. call it right now. Justin so, Fields will be the, the Bears' second MVP. He'll get that. <laughs> you might know how that MVP for <laughs> Justin Fields didn't start the season last year as a starter, right? This is his first year as a starter. They have the Bears mocked to pick a fucking quarterback. In the yeah, team. they do. So – uh, all right, I got a question for you guys. Last year, Justin, Justin Fields, in what, 12 games he played? He threw for 1,870 yards. What are the odds he throws for less playing a full season? At this pace? Pretty high. It's possible, right? <laughs> <laughs> a lot higher than they should be. It's possible, Dude, right? for real. That's fucking sad. I was like, there's no fucking way. I was like, dude, this website's lying to me right now. It's ESPN. That's where dude, I do all my stats. Yeah. You remember 97 what, yards per maybe game. 
maybe three, four months ago when Bears fans were saying that all their problems It'll were be because of Matt Nagy. Four thousand yard passer passer in Bears history. Yeah, maybe his career. <laughs> <laughs> you mean when it's over next? He plays year? three more years. He, he might, might not even get there. He might. He yeah, might get. Brady's he might get kicked out before then. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, if there's any Bears fans watching Brady, just since he's been 40 years old, it'd be like your all-time leading passer in your entire history. That is sad. That's pretty terrible. That is sad. You know, it's funny, when, it's funny when Bears fans are like, oh, you had Rodgers and Favre. You only have two Super Bowls. It's like, you put 11 players together on elite defenses and won zero. Yeah. Man. Well, I mean, they have one, but. I would argue it's harder to put together like dominant defenses like year after year after year after year after year than hitting on two quarterbacks. Pretty rare to hit on two quarterbacks, I'd say. But which is which is fine. I agree with that. It's hard to hit on two quarterbacks. But how much harder is it to hit on eleven defenders? Yeah. And have the right scheme. I'd agree with that. And, and when know, you when you factor in tough, when you factor in tough, injuries tough, and shit. Court. When you factor in injuries, I agree with you. Because, you know, a cornerback can go out. Like, we've had Jair out a bunch the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, Zadarius Smith was out a lot. We got lucky that Rashawn Gary is a fucking monster. But, yeah, it's, that's that's tough. But, yeah, I just wanted to give shit to the Bears. Truthfully, I think we're all going to say the same shit, right? Load the box. Stop Saquon. He's he's the entire offense. He makes everything go. Yeah. When they run screens to him, when they, when they call pass plays and you know Daniel Jones isn't looking down the field, he's going to throw it to Saquon. Okay, that's just what's going to happen. It's it's pretty pretty simple to see. They they only average 332 yards a game. That is 22nd. I know somebody else said that before, but 192 of that is rush yards. Cut that cut that shit down. I say my goal for for us, I would say hold them to 140 because they're going to run the ball. Fucked on. We hold them to 140. That's 50 yards less than their average. We're gonna whoop their ass. Oh yeah, I thought you meant total for a second. I was like, I'm good for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were skipping all the way down to Simon Says. All right, <laughs> no, 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 not yet. 140 but, yeah. total yards. All right, Justin. No, 140. Ru- if we hold them to 140 rush yards, I think we're gonna whoop their ass. Yeah, because then Daniel Jones has to be a quarterback, which we know how that looks. He's just a white version. Yeah, I don't have anything to add on what anyone other says. You know, they're averaging 192 and a half yards a game. We we have to load the box, and this is where we need to make adjustments. Um, the other, I know Jones is injured, but I guess in practice he's looked mobile and been running around. Jones is averaging like 50 yards rushing a game. So on third downs and stuff mm-hmm. where he rolls out and stuff, he's going to be a little bit dangerous. So I, we need to keep an eye on him. We Maybe can't just because – Yeah, j- just because he has an ankle, I guess he's been moving around – Ankle injury. He's been moving around fine, so we just gotta gotta watch him. So. If he's if he's playing, there's no reason to act like he's not gonna be 100. percent Yeah, exactly. you might as well just prepare as if he's gonna be 100 percent if he's playing. So right. Bryant, I'll let you go first. Give me your matchup that you're watching. The matchup I'm watching is Joe Barry versus himself. Like his, like literally what I wrote down. Adjust your damn defense to your opponent and talents. They need to. I don't understand. Like this defense is so talented and a lot of the players we've all talked about it they're not playing up to their like their potential as much as we'd like to see him you know kenny's killing it but campbell hasn't you know he played he's playing well but he's not playing what he played last year amos and savage had their struggles even jaw and um stokes have had their struggles but i think it's because they haven't been put in a great position to succeed they're just playing this two shell vanilla that 
everyone wants to play across the NFL. This game should be until they beat us throwing it, you should be eight stopping the, the run. And really, that's it. Like eight. Whether it's three linebackers like we did week one or whatever it was before Barnes went out, or if you add mm-hmm. another defensive lineman, or if you just drop one of the safeties into the box. Like it, Barry needs to be willing to do something different. I get that you want to play that. I get that you want them to go down the field on you in 10 plays or 12 plays instead of a quick pass. Make them do the quick pass because guess what? With with Saquon, he can go down the field on you in tw- 10 or 12 plays if we let him. So the only way I think they keep this even close is if we let Saquon go crazy. Well, that plays into, so, like I brought up, the Packers are allowing only 8.8 yards per completion. That's the seventh. That's seventh in the NFL. So yeah. that, you know, that plays into your point and that's, you know, that kind of validates what you're saying. Um, Jake, what's the matchup that you're watching from the Packers defense against the Giants offense? Saquon Barkley. That's it. That's all I got. He's the best player on that offense. He's the best player on that He's team. The only player. It, he When you're, when you're looking at like, say you're on a scale and you're, you're looking at players that are valued high and valued low. He's the only guy that I look at on this team that I'm just like, yeah, he's a, high he's value. a beast. Yeah, that's a nice young value. offensive lineman and stuff. But other than that, like Saquon is the only one on I mean, offense that can hurt you. I'm not. I'm not counting rookies yet because you know it's still so early in their career. Maybe next year, we'll, if we play the Giants again, if they win their, if they win the division, and you know we're talking about an Evan Neal, I'll be like, okay, Evan Neal had a good had a good rookie season. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not grading rookies on that scale yet because it's still so <laughs> he early. hasn't had a good season to this point. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just saying. Stretch. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, we got we got we got to win our division yet too for that. To be the case. Yeah, Philadelphia true. is going to win that division by four games. Oh, yeah. I was just making sick. an example. Simon, what's the matchup that you're watching? <laughs> Make I, can't, I, mean, I, can't, I can't not say the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> God, I just want to see our defensive line play better, honestly. Uh, I, I'm looking for Kenny Clark to come back a little bit better this week, um, to play a little bit better game, just not get pushed around as much versus what I consider a weaker offensive line. Um, I don't foresee that happening. I, I think Kenny Clark will take hold. Um, and then I, I, I'm hoping TJ Slayton plays a little bit more stuff, uh, stuff, you know, just put that big body in the middle. Fuck, put TJ Ford in there. <laughs> Let's put some mass in there. Like, TJ Slayton? <laughs> Don't put TJ Ford in there. TJ Ford is six feet tall. He's little as hell. No, not TJ Ford. What's his name? Dude, hey, his let's name? let's Slayton, be honest, bro. though. TJ Ford's shorts would stop them. Hey, that's true. That's true. And by the way, as name? we're going on about the, the D-line, we might see a Jack Heflin sighting. Just so yeah. you guys Jonathan know. Jonathan Ford. Please. Sorry, Jonathan Ford. That's what I meant. Yeah, just throw some weight in there. Just have some guys. Yeah, not TJ least... Ford. Not TJ Ford. I wonder what line is Ford. Ford. Yeah. Because, oh, like, Dean D- Lowry is big, right? But he's yeah. not, like, he's, like, 295. He got pushed around some this last week. Yeah, time. he got pushed around a little bit last week. Um, so we'll see what adjustments Joe Barry makes for how he plays personnel. But I'm looking think, for a big um... change for this week. I think Belichick and the Patriots did a really good job of identifying where Kenny Clark was on the line and sending two linemen at him. Especially, especially if you could six. see it on their um I don't remember who the I don't even remember who the um I think it was Tony Romo that said it. But he brought up how on their touchdown run they had one guy to seal him and one guy to push him. 
and they had two perfectly funneled Kenny Clark five yards away from where the play was happening. Yeah. That's that's Belichick for you, that he's going to have yeah. a good offensive line and he's going to know where to get your best players away from it. Yeah. And I'm not taking anything away from Belichick. He's still best coach. Yeah. Um, so for me, Simon, you mentioned that the, the Giants offensive line isn't as good as the Patriots, which I don't think is a um, you know a super hot take to bring up, but their, their offensive line has been pretty shaky. So for me, I'm watching Rashawn Gary versus the Giants offensive line. Um, when the Packers are playing defense, I can't take my eyes off Rashawn Gary. I can't. And Evan it's like Neal every play, it feels like you've got a chance to wreck the game. Every single play, Gary could derail your game plan. Um, and if we get into a situation where um, uh, Jake, I think it was said, um, getting ahead early in the game, Rashawn Gary, if you if you say the Packers start with the ball, they go and score a touchdown, and you know the next play, Gary does a strip sack like he did against New England, and the Packers can go and get up fourteen to nothing in the first seven or eight minutes of the game, and then the Giants have to throw to get back into the game. I feel much better about defending Daniel Jones trying to throw to get back into a game than I feel about Tom Brady throwing trying to get back in a game. So Coming for me, season- like. It's going to be hard to take my eyes off Rashawn Gary in this game. You make a good point too, Tyler, because coming into the season, I just looked up because I, I know he had a lot of fumbles. Daniel Jones had 36 career fumbles in 37 career games, so he's at fumbling once a game essentially. Ooh. So, like <laughs> the Justin so, Fields and, comparisons and, come back. All yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, Jake, when you showed Marcus Russell's stats to Fields, I was like, I was shook how similar it was. And actually, saying, yeah, bro, I forgot you posted more touchdown passes and less Fields is probably studying those but, blitz coverages too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, but, playing, he's yeah, playing Warzone so, with Kyler. Yeah, <laughs> Evan, Evan Neal. Evan Neal has struggled a little bit coming in and been beat. So I, I think this might be another game where poor, unfortunately for Preston Smith, like where he had Tristan Wirfs the entire game, he probably gets Andrew Thomas the entire game, and I think we just let. Um, Rashawn Gary go against Evan Neal the majority of the game and try to wreck house and just don't be surprised if he has a second Gary two weeks in a row strap extra fumble which was super impressive last week if you think about it I think they only threw the ball like twenty one times and we had four sacks or whatever so five sacks that's yeah. what gets that oh, uh, dude, that's what gets that pass so that sack percentage up really high. Yeah. So Can we just talk about that sack that he had where he knocked the quarterback out? Dude, he was shot out of a cannon. The guy yeah. barely touched Gary. That was crazy. Yeah. I felt bad for Hoyer. Yeah, dude, he got it's, fucking smushed. It's actually really amazing to watch how his pass rush uh, repertoire has come together. Like he just beats guys in way different ways. Last week, where, like power. His, yeah, yeah, like where his years, you know, his rookie and second year, where it's just like he bull rushed the dude, and that was it. But he's like he's getting out there, he's ripping arms and just not even getting touched, using that speed to get around the edge. It's yeah, crazy how good he's become. He was literally shot out of a cannon. It was like, oh, oh yeah. my God, that is a bad man. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's gonna get paid a lot of money. Not coming back. <laughs> oh yeah, he's yeah, gonna he's, he's gonna make bank. He went on IR. Boy, I feel really bad him, bro. <laughs> he went on IR. Did you see that? Yeah. Boyer did with his yeah. concussion. Until well, he's older. All right, Jake, what's the weather going to be like on Sunday morning? Well, it's going to be Sunday morning for us. It'll be Sunday, regular day for them. Um, So I saw 64 degrees, mostly sunny skies. Yeah, I know. 
I'm always a little I'm always a little mad when it when it's so close. Like, <laughs> it's so far away that it's not even a chance. It's just right? come on, Mother Nature, just turn the thermostat up a couple degrees more. <laughs> uh, winds south, we are children, ten to fifteen miles per hour. So, not bad. Seems like an October day. Wisconsin day. Yes, it yeah. does. Like that's what they play in. That's an open air stadium, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yes, yeah, I think so. <laughs> All righty, so. Jake, give me your X factor for this game. Saquon Barkley. I'm not even kidding. Stop him. Stop the Giants. That's simple. (laughs) This game was easy. I wrote my notes. I wrote (laughs) Saquon Barkley. Honestly, he's the only threat on the Giants' offense. (laughs) That's kind of it, right? I mean, I hate beating a dead horse, but (laughs) we already kind of talked about it, too. If we get up by like three It's not like the horse is going to get mad at you, Simon. Nah. No, but Peter. <laughs> the horse is already dead. The apaca. Yeah, but Peter gets oh, mad at people God. eating like chicken wings. That is going to be the last time I hear you do a British accent. Don't do that. Shit. <laughs> oh, fucking Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday. Oh my God. <laughs> Boy, a bit rude to stick my knife in the chest, ain't it? Fucking <laughs> Dude, can we even have bullshit after you do the the Packers offense is like when you're drinking at the bar and you're looking at the ugly chick (laughs) and then you're going to come here with a bullshit British accent too? (laughs) Oh, damn it, Brian. Screw them. How the fuck isn't he fired? Why do I get fired? Oh god. Yeah, Brian's definitely fired. All right, cool. I was making sure. My first. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, Do you have anything? Uh, Does anyone else have anything to add? As a grown man. <laughs> I'm that too. <laughs> I didn't hear. Said so something about the goodiest comment earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Does anybody have anybody other than Saquon Barkley as an X factor? I do. Okay. Go ahead. I got a live horse to beat. All right, cool. I have Darnell Savage. Um, and that's because he, he he actually played more physical against New England. And I think we might see uh, – now I wrote this down before Amos is like – he's still questionable, so maybe it's Amos we bring back down into the box. But I, I really want to see him closer to the line of scrimmage. I think he needs to play this line – or this game closer to the line of scrimmage. And he needs to bring that physicality. And I honestly, if you look at all our sacks this year, it's all been from defensive linemen or uh, our outside linebackers. I think this will be the – one of the little, yeah. Who, who other? Reed had one last week. Defensive lineman. Defensive lineman. Oh, and yeah, outside was... linebackers. So you're fired. Um... <laughs> That's why you get fired. You so <laughs> No, I, Wait, I think on. this could be. What, what was your original statement? I said defensive lineman and offensive linebacker, outside linebackers outside have all. Now you're fucking them up, Simon. You're double fired. No, no, no. You're fired. The way he said it. <laughs> He anyways, said, nobody else has <laughs> well, sacks outside, well, outside linebackers. No, I said defensive linemen and outside linebackers. I, don't um, I think this could be the first. I, I lost the replay. Watch the tape, son. Watch the tape. <laughs> watch I don't the think that's tape. what you said. Hey, the tape never lies. Uh, it's like it. those commercials now where it's like they're doing the instant replay oh, on like normal flag. things. Yeah. It's like, you yeah, said I'm you were going to pack And he's like, let's go to the replay. And it's like, how is it to relive that? It was embarrassing. Uh, but I think this could be the first game we see a sack from the secondary, and that could very well be Darnell Savage or someone. So a little just—he's got the speed for it, honestly. Yeah, but I just—they need to play with closer to line scrimmage. Like that—that's that's it. That's my X factor. I'm hoping you know because not only can he play physical on Saquon, I think he can spy 
uh, Daniel Jones a little bit on those third downs. So is that is that your key to victory as well, Bryant? Uh, no, that's not my key to victory. All right, give me your key to victory. Would you like my key to victory? Yes, I would. My key to victory is win the turnover battle. Um, we have yet to win the turnover battle. You, you let me go first. We have yet oh, to win man. the turnover battle this year. We've tied what it twice and lost it twice. Um, if the Giants give us a chance, extra chances, I just don't think they can keep it close. So if we win the turnover battle and we get them out of their run game, I think this could turn very ugly for them. Um, if we do crap like last week where we throw a pick six and we fumble and we have no time possession in the first half and we let them run the ball, then it could be just like last week and it could be us shaking our heads as to why we're in a game with a – granted, they are three and one, but I just – I think we're, we're better than – like pretty clear cut better than this team. There's a there's a reason we're both three and one and we're eight point favorites, right? Yeah. So that's fair. Um. So I also have no turnovers as my key to victory. Um. The Packers have four lost fumbles and three interceptions in four games. Disgusting. That's gross. Um. Conversely, the Packers have three fumble recoveries year. and one interception on defense. So the Packers are minus three in turnover differential. Um, that is a number I want to see swing way back in the Packers' favor because we know that Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones are two guys who both have some turnovers this year that don't turn the ball over. They just don't. Um, so hopefully the rest of the season, um, like Jake said before, the law of averages where you know Rodgers really only throws five to eight interceptions every year, and he's got three already. So essentially I'm looking for the last 13 games of the season for Rodgers to only throw – three or four more interceptions for the entire remainder of the season. Um, Aaron Jones, he's basically good for like one or two fumbles a year, if that. Um, so for the rest of the season, you might only see Aaron Jones fumble one more time, hypothetically. Um, and, you know, um, Daniel Jones brought it up. He's turnover prone. Um, you know, I also, in addition to all the fumbles that he's got, I don't think he's a super talented thrower of the ball. You know, I don't think it's – I'm going to shock anybody if I say that. So the Packers have an opportunity to play against a quarterback like Daniel Jones who will turn the ball over if he's put in situations where he's pressured. Um, so the Packers just have to bring that pressure um, and no turnovers. Um, Simon, what's your key to victory? Uh, yeah, we kind of hit on it earlier a little bit, but it's the same as last week for me. I just think this game's too easy if they just get out to a hot start. I want to see us take the ball, get up like two, three scores, and then put the ball in Daniel Jones' hands and watch him fumble and intercept it away. But I just – this is a game where we should dominate them just for pure talent. And I think we kind of – that's kind of how we won versus the Patriots. We, we could have easily lost that game, like pretty easily. But I feel like talent just kind of won us the game, like the talent difference between our teams. Um, but I, I think if we get out for a hot start, Daniel Jones is not the type of quarterback that can come back on, you know, down two, three possessions in a game. And I think we can all agree on that. So that's like my we're playing like, victory. Yeah, I feel like we're playing like the same game a third year week in a row. Yeah, like, kind of. Like, it's stop the run, and like, like no, I don't think I will. That's why I said, like, <laughs> between last week and this week, it's kind of like the same team. Almost. Yep. You're it's not expecting run, much out of the quarterback. They have a good running game. Uh, their their offensive line ain't, ain't that good, but 
Uh, they have no wide receivers. It, it's kind of the same team almost. Jake, what's your key to victory? Yeah, so you guys uh, pretty much just had a little side conversation and pretty much talked about it. Mine is whoever wins the line of scrimmage and is able to run the ball. Plain and simple. Um, here's a crazy thought, though. With all the injuries on the Giants, they have a worse receiving core than the Bears. That's hard to do. But it took, it took four injuries to do that. <laughs> That's rough. I like All right. I like giving digs to Chicago. Fuck them. <laughs> Let's go to Simon Says. Um, I have one. Brian, you probably got like seven this week. I only did two this week. You, I think you keep adding more on top of every week you add more. You're like, oh, Brian, next week it's going to be like that's why. That's why I thought he was going to have like 69. <laughs> yeah, week 17, Brian's got 69, Simon Says. It's going to be Saturday morning, and Brian's going to be like, so my next Simon Says – <laughs> I gotta be like Paul Merkel. Eventually, I'll get one prediction right. Uh, that's true. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. But you have to brag about it too and tell everyone you were right. Yeah, I will. Jake, how many okay. do you have? Two. Okay. All right. Bryant, you give me one. Jake, give me one. And I'll give my one. And then you guys can each make another one. So, Bryant, give me your first Simon says. My first Simon says is the Packers double up the Giants in both yards and points. I Thumbs up, it. all right. Yeah, easily. <laughs> I can see Nate, it. Give me your first, Simon says. Watson has a TD catch over 50 yards. Okay, all good. Right, another thumbs up. I felt good about that you, one. You, I did, down, you see, Darnell Mooney actually had like 100 yards receiving last week, so nothing's impossible here. That was all of <laughs> Justin Fields' passing yards. <laughs> it was. Yeah, that's, that's like so badly skewed his season stats. We're now like on his season, he's averaging like, 30 yards a game and it's like okay well it could be worse because he's got zero 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 and a hundred actually i should say zero zero negative four and a hundred oh. he actually had negative four receiving yards oh, in a game like what the hell he played a whole game and got negative yards that bastard one wow. catch, negative four yards yeah he had uh, uh was it savage came down yeah who hit him yeah. in the backfield? Yeah, he slid underneath Davis or tackled uh, him in the backfield. Douglas, one of the two. I forget. I think it was Doug, back game was Douglas. Savage was made Douglas. Like That's that right. Week. Yeah. All right, what you got, Tyler? All right, mine. <clears throat> the Packers have fewer than ten third downs, and they convert over fifty percent of them. Hold on. Can you repeat that? Something started playing in the background. I missed. I missed it. You got the old pH open or what? Uh, <laughs> trying to lower no. his ass level. It's getting late. It's getting late, man. I get it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm actually more of a Twitter I'm guy. A little bit, guys. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, here... <laughs> oh my god! Oh fuck! All right. So my Simon says is. The Packers have fewer than 10 third downs and they convert over 50% of them. Fewer than, oh, I see what you're saying. I thought this was a good one. That is a good one. I say no. (sighs) (laughs) We'd have to be moving the ball. Fucking A. Yeah. (laughs) Watch your profanity. I don't even remember the last time we had fewer than 10. T- I, I can't get on board. I don't remember the last time. Oh, we had- that's something I want to look up. That is a good one, though. I like that. 
All right, Brian. I, give me I, your I, next one. Yeah, that's a tough one. So to go in line with, I think that, that will have a quick start. I think the fa- Packers finally start to produce turnovers and pick off Jones three times. Mm. I think I know what I would do on this one. I'm gonna say no, but I could see us having a couple turnovers. I would say three. If you said three total, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could, if you said three total turnovers, I probably would have said maybe. But three interceptions—that's tough. I'm for it though. (laughs) You have to be a Packer fan. Um, Aaron (laughs) Jones is the NFL Ground Player of the Week again. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm for it. He's averaging like 6.8 yards per carry or something ridiculous. That's nuts. Got to up that by at least 0.1. He is averaging (laughs) 6.8 yards per carry. It is, yeah. yeah. I know stuff Um, sometimes. Simon, before when you were saying get up up big and then put the ball in Jones' hands, I was actually going to say you put it in both of the Jones' hands. When you get up big, you get up big. You make Daniel Jones have to beat you on, on the Giants' offense. And then the Packers get up big, and you just feed the ball to Aaron Jones and let him rack up another 170 yards of scrimmage yards. Facts. All right, Simon, give me your prediction from the head. Or do you have a Simon Wait, Says? I should have asked you. you. Are you guys you done? One? Yeah, we're done. I always do mine last. Yep, go okay, ahead. Okay, do yours. Yep. Right. I, I should have asked you before right. I asked for your score prediction, but yeah. All right. A.J. Dillon has over 100 yards scrimmage. Oh, for sure. Scrimmaged? Scrimmage. I don't think that they're throwing the ball to him that much this year, so I don't know. He has, Can I say uh, maybe? I think he only has nine receptions on the year. It's a it's a thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm going to say thumbs I can, up. I, can tell you I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but I don't see it. I don't see it. I, just, I really, Aaron, I Aaron really feel it. I, he is. I, I'm really feeling uh, A.J. Dillon this week. See what everybody thought AJ Dillon had a bad game last week. He put up 84 all purpose. No, he, had, he had a really good he, he had a really good game last people week. People were down on him is, is why I picked him as my underrated though. Because people look at box he, he was one of the players that got better as the game went on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. All right. All righty. Simon, give me your score prediction from the head. All right. From the head. So this is a this is a game where I know I said we should win handily based just off of talent difference. But I think this could be this could be a game where we another game where we start off slow. I think the London trip and you know things get a little bit weird there. Uh, the basically the way they go, they leave Thursday, they f- arrive Friday morning, go to practice right away, try to stay up all day just to try and switch their sleep schedule. Or one of them to sleep on the plane. But they weren't yeah. sure if they were going to be able to. It, it's it's really dicey with the way the time difference and the way the players go. I guess they didn't get I as many lay offense... flats either. Huh? They wanted. They didn't get as many lay flats on their plane as they wanted. Uh, apparently. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so I, I think this could be off to a rocky start. I could see maybe the Giants score quick and then we kind of have to play catch up again. I, so what what was it? The the Packers' first drives this year on defense. It's like touchdown, touchdown, field goal, field goal. goal. It's actually alternated. It went. Oh, it is. You're right. Field goal, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, field goal, touchdown. Yeah, field goal. So all the way around. 
Vikings oh, okay. scored a touchdown. Oh yeah, Bears yeah, yeah. Goal. So Buccaneers the trend was a Giants touchdown first first drive. This one hopefully not. So I think they score a quick point and then defense and offense adjust um, by kind of have this as a pretty low scoring game. I do think we win handily, but it's not going to be as pretty as maybe it would look. I got us winning 24-10. 24-10. Brian, what's your score prediction from the head? So from the head, kind of like. No, we're going to do, do head afterwards. first and then heart. Oh, okay. Settle down. <laughs> I'll tell him what to do. You're fired again. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew I could. Uh, so, um, kind of along the same lines of Simon saying, like, we this should be a game that we run away with, but we just haven't done it yet. And we, it's like the same typical Packers. It's almost like we play down to our competition and just keep them in the game. I don't know. It's like you're playing with your food or something. And sometimes you're Wisconsin gets sports away. fans. Tell us if you've heard this before. Yeah. Oh so, right. <laughs> so, bastards. it's just like, I really want. We we haven't seen it many times where the Packers in the Matt Lafleur era really put their foot on someone's neck and just crush them like we did against maybe like Tennessee comes to mind or something like that when AJ Dillon went wild. But um, for me, from the head, at like a twenty-four to fourteen, so we we cover. But it's just like it could have been a lot lot more. And I I do think the travel and stuff could affect it. But from the head, I think. We still struggle a little bit on offense like we shouldn't. We still play two coverage and let them score some points. And then so 24-14 is from my head. So I went with a similar thought. Like I think the offense is going to continue to grow as it has. Like I said before, the, the, the offense is trending up, which is encouraging, especially for them to have better second-half adjustments against New England. Um, so I went with the same margin of victory, but I went 27-17. I just think there's an opportunity for a garbage time touchdown here. Um, you know, Daniel Jones, if they're if they're down 27 to 10 with four minutes to go, like, unfortunately, if the Packers are up 17 points with four minutes to go, you're gonna see a very vanilla defense. That's that fine in that case. I just don't want it throughout the game. Right. Um, so I went 27-17. Jake, what's your score prediction from the head? 31-17. All right, give me your score prediction from the heart. 34-13. I'm not going to do a long-winded explanation. I just think we're going to whoop their ass. Close. <laughs> I also went 34. Um, I went 34-9. to nine. Oh, no touchdowns? Yeah. No touchdowns. Oh, If it happened wow. to two teams last night, it can happen to one team on Sunday. That's fair. <laughs> Brian, that's one's a good time, Simon. The heart. Uh, 35 to 13. I think this should be a, t- like I said, I think we could easily double them up in both the yards and points if we play our game. So if, and one of my predictions before I was kicking around was 200 rushing yards, 300 yards passing. Like I could think that could happen as a, as a team total. Like that'd be nasty. Yeah. I, I think that'd be hard pressed to come up on both of those numbers. That'd be like a Seahawks Lions game or something. Yeah. We'll they see did what happens. The Bengals last year, remember that? Oh, yeah. So Jeez. I'm just saying, I think like if we if we can take our first half against Tampa Bay, and you know our second half against the New England, and push them together, like we just need those two halves to dock, and we'll be going. <laughs> we'll be it, set Tyler. to go. I'm not going to. <sighs> so. Oh my god, we're so fired. Oh my god, we're all getting fired. 
Hey, Mark gonna Zuckerberg say, is going to be the next comment. He's going to be like, you're all done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check, check hey, that 30-day ban. Man. Oh, God. <laughs> Simon, give me your score prediction from the heart. All right, from the heart, I think we uh, – I mean, so you said uh, – what did you say, 34-9? Yep. I said 30-35-12, they kicked four field goals. Oh, one more field goal. <laughs> All right. I said the same thing. They just don't score. I, I think the talent difference is so wide in this game, and it will come down to those uh, – like, I, I think we, we go out there and we could just wax them. No problem. All right, I'm with that. So it'll be interesting. So I just want to ask this question real quick. What are you guys going to eat during the game? I've seen so many people ask this question. Like, are you going to be drinking during the game? Are you going to be eating, you know, breakfast sausages or wings? Or are you going to be eating, um, you know, brats and burgers with scrambled eggs? Like, what are you guys going to eat during the game? Because the game is early in the morning. Uh, probably whatever. I'll probably have breakfast beforehand. Breakfast. Yeah. Oh. Nothing I'm... like a... Jake, maybe Pancakes. a pizza and a gallon of milk. That's, no, again, the wrong net. The wrong net. That is my cousin. I'll fill you guys in on the story, Simon. Oh, God. So we're playing football behind the middle school, right? And Jake's cousin says, guys, I don't feel very good. I'm going to go home, eat a pizza, and drink a gallon of milk. <laughs> he said he had a stomach ache. He said he had a stomach ache. I just want to let you know that at this point, me and Tyler are probably 11 years old. So my cousin was like 13, 14 years old. It's like, <laughs> she probably know at 14 that a, a pizza and a gallon of milk isn't going to feel better, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, mean, spooky season. So I'll probably get up and eat a bowl of a uh, count chocula and then just wait for the game to start. I don't really eat breakfast been? that often. I hate this I am, guy yeah. so much right now. <laughs> You're the one that wants to eat breakfast sauces. First of all. All right, so so when you guys eat cereal, what kind of cereal do you eat? They probably eat like cornflakes that without oh, the sugar on them. Like Captain Crunch. Tyler's the type of dude that eats dog. Tyler's the type of dude that eats grape nuts and freaking raisin bran. Apparently. Cinnamon toast crunch. What's wrong with Count Chocula? Yeah. You guys are eating the same kids cereal. No. Okay, first of all, first of all brand? it's because you started like the same with it's spooky Fuck. season. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so you sound like a white girl going to get her pumpkin spice, bro. Yeah. I don't want to hear that shit. It's spooky season. You got the black pants, oh, the brown yeah. boots, the white shirt, and the black vest. <laughs> Paul, we're talking some bullshit right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. You missed about. the whole show, buddy. Yeah. We gave our score predictions. We were serious. We tried to be. Bryant always fucking ruins it. This bastard. <laughs> hey, hey I'm in the season. I just said. Cereal. Yeah. I just... <laughs> what a transition, hey, bro. If we do it at the same time, we can share our bowls. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That reminds <laughs> me of that. Oh, oh, I got after the show. There's... <laughs> Please don't send it. All right. Anybody you know else have anything about? football related before we get canceled? <laughs> no. 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 Go back. All right. Well, let's let's hope for a game that's cleaner than this show has been. And I will see you guys back on next Friday when we talk about a Packer win. Yes, sir. Yes. Go back. Go back. Go. go, back, go. go, back, go.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.